Is it smart to shoot a feature film on an iPhone? No, but it might be unsane. See what I did? I did a thing there. I did a thing. Also, we're going to be talking about using uh, phones as cameras. How does that work? And can it really work at all? Welcome to the show. Good morning, listeners. Welcome to A Mark on Cinema, where we talk about anything and everything that has left its mark on the world of cinematic history and onward. Um, my name is Mark. Welcome to the show. I've already said that in the intro, but, uh, welcome, 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 welcome to the show. And I'm going to give you a review of, um, Unsane. Right off the bat, um, I've had a couple of people say, uh, give a little bit of a spoiler-free review before going into the spoilers, so I'm going to do that. Um, just uh and starting with that i'm gonna take a sip of coffee <laughs> um this this movie's great and that's my first impressions um uh right there i i really really enjoyed this movie uh, i don't care what what it was shot on hold on here's here's a sip of coffee and you might be able to hear it i don't know if you could hear that or not but it, it tasted great um, so this is Steven Sodenberg directing a psych- psychological thriller, pretty, um, I don't know how you would, here's the story. I'll just do this. The story is a girl has moved from, um, from her town to a new town because of a stalker. And now she's starting to see her stalker everywhere. This girl's name is um, Sawyer, and she's played by um, Claire Poy. She does an amazing job. I mean, awesome. I wanted to. I, I want to watch more of this uh, actress's movie just because of this film. Awesome job. Just wow. Um, really carried the whole film. She gives you. A real. This is a real insight of mental illness for this film. And just looking and watching how this is affecting her uh, mentally and how it's affecting people around her and how she goes about life because she believes that her stalker is constantly following her is a very intense and interesting look into mental illness. It's, it's really, um, just blows my mind how, how well this was executed. So Sawyer, um, moves this small town, or moves out of her town, gets a new job further away from her, where her stalker was, and she's starting to see him more, and eventually she goes to a, uh, therapist that sees that she's a danger to others, 
or at least she sees that she's a danger to others and herself and is committed to a um, um, asylum or um, now I can't even think of the word but she is committed there and is held for a certain amount of uh, uh, an indefinite time until they feel like she's better but she doesn't really she's not really complying she didn't really expect to be committed at all she was really kind of um hoaxed into this i'm going to stop there for the spoiler free part but i'm going to talk about the cast the cast is amazing again claire foy wow um she blew this out of the park she really did and her um stalker um david who's played by joshua uh, leonard does a great job as well amazing job they really play off each other really well um but again claire is is really pulling you in with how how well she's handling it handling this character um sawyer's mom um angela is played by amy irving she does a great job she's not in it much but again she really comes off as a i mean nails the whole the whole feeling of a mom um like it just she does something in the film i can't even remember what it was but at the moment it's like that's so much of a of a mom you know thing to do it it felt genuine um there's a uh, another guy that's in there that helps um Sawyer out that's in the uh, hospital um Nate played by uh, Jay Farah he's i uh, i really like his character in this and he has an interesting twist to his character um uh by the end of at the start of act um uh, 2 it's it's a um interesting it really plays with Sawyer's character and the view of the hospital in a way I didn't expect to see in this film. Again, just the the story and the cast nailed this whole film. Um, Jenna Temple was also in this film. She plays Violet. She's a another um, patient of the hospital that is she she has um, kind of. Uh, violent tendencies toward people but not physically she just abuses people uh, verbally but again i'm say this again and again great cast especially led by uh, claire foy and story is is something that you you think you've probably seen before like a girl she is she is she or isn't she <laughs> is she or isn't she crazy is she actually nuts does she belong in the hospital? But there's enough of there's more to it than that, and the view of how this is truly affecting her and the people around her is is very well executed. Um, I'm gonna stop right there for the spoiler-free part. Or no, I'll go. I'm gonna go a little bit more into the fact that they used a camera. Uh, off of an iPhone 
for this. They literally picked up an iPhone, put on a case that allows you to put on a couple of different lenses made by a company called Moment. Uh, they have telephoto lens, um, fisheye lens, and a wide-angle lens. And it, I think they also have a macro lens. They really, well, a lot of people are, are, I mean, you could watch this movie and say that it definitely was shot on an iPhone. You can see that. But it doesn't matter. It really worked for this film. Of course, like the sensor isn't great on those cameras, but it doesn't really, it didn't really affect me watching this film because it fit the story so well. Of course, they could have done it with a different camera, but I think it fits the the feeling and the texture and the mindset of these characters so well in this hospital setting that I I. It just gave so much to the story. It gave a feeling, a texture, a a almost a like a sense of saturation, almost like being in a hospital yourself. It feels like that. It gives you, if you've ever been in a hospital, it kind of gives you that almost clean but grimy feel, like everything is. Is it is it really clean or is it? How clean is it, really? Um, that's that's my experience, but to me, that's what the camera did to all of it, to the whole film. It it does feel different when they get outside of the hospital. It looks a little, you know, different. But the when in the hospital, the iPhone camera really stands out of how well it fits this story. And I'm going to go into a spoiler alert kind of area now. This is spoilers at, you know, 10 minutes in here. We're going to go into spoilers. The the ending for this film um, is... Not what I expected. I expected... Alright, uh, if you've... At this point, you don't care about spoilers or you've already seen the film. And if you haven't seen it, go see it uh, immediately. Yeah, I mean, that's how much I, I actually really like this movie. The ending for this film, or the build-up to the end, or the reveal that David uh, Strine, her, uh, Sawyer Stalker, has found his way into working at the hospital that she's at and is playing off of someone else but is there to try to take Sawyer and become a, a lover with her, a boyfriend, um, steal her away and basically keep her hostage as like, a, a wife or something, uh, some type of love interest. He's obsessed with her, completely and utterly to the point he will kill someone for her, and he does. He does. That actor, uh, Joshua Leonard, is just awesome. He 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 comes off very creepy, 
And again, the iPhone with the way they shoot him with those lenses that have a lot of wide shots of him really close. Man, he, he he's very creepy. He's super creepy just standing there. And the ending I didn't expect to go the way it was, and I didn't expect um, how... I did love how they got justice at the hospital. Um, they find some evidence against the hospital and use it after um, um, Nate shows up dead and is actually a journalist. And they it's investigated, and then they, they find evidence against the hospital. But I was really hoping for more of the effects of how Sawyer dealt with David kidnapping her and attempting to put her in, you know, hold her hostage in a, some cabin in the woods is, or something is what he was mentioning. Not taking her off to stay in some cabin um, together. She, I wanted to see more of how she was affected by that. There was a time jump, um, a two-year time jump after she deals with um, her stalker, David. he She ends up killing him, but I wanted to see a little bit more with her. I do like the ending, but I wanted to see more of how it affected her. Um, it was... Because we see her throughout this whole film dealing with this and how she's going to do it and, and whatnot. I I wanted to see how, how well she dealt with his murder at her hands. Um, after two years, it had to, I mean, somewhere in there, it had to affect her way more. And you see a little bit of that at the ending, but it's, it's not enough that I wanted, uh, not more than I wanted to see. But again, great movie. This is an awesome movie. Um, it, I'm going to go into more about what makes this uh, film great with, a, with the iPhone here in a bit, but in general, for the review for this film, awesome. Go see it. I don't care if, what it was shot on. The story, the actors, the directing, the cinematography, great. Loved it. Oh, man, and the, the ending credits were like maybe two minutes long this was a small crew very small when they do a freeze frame and run through the cast I and and I'm sitting there about to leave and they just go off I mean or I'm getting all my stuff together and watching the credits end and they they're over before I could get really situated to to leave it's it, it's incredible how well this film came off with such a small crew, which I think it shows that you don't need a big crew to make something great. Um, and, and, and this might have been um, Sodenberger's way of saying that. It might have it might be him saying you don't need a big crew, you don't need an amazing camera, as long as you have a great story, some great actors that can really pull that story and 
a camera that works. I mean, everyone's phones in their pockets can shoot 4K or um, almost everyone's. I mean, the last, I mean, anything from the um, iPhone series are better cameras than anything from 10 years ago. It's it's crazy. But in general, this movie is amazing. Go see it. I loved it. I'm going to be buying it whenever it comes out. That's for sure. Loved it. Definitely go check it out. I want to, all right, so I'm going to break down does the iPhone as a camera work? In a sense of these movies like Tangerine, which is another movie shot on an iPhone, and Unsane, and tons of other short films online, and just Instagram or social media like that, people are shooting a lot more with their phones. And the capabilities of their phones are expanding. I mean, now we have phones with two lenses, like the iPhone 7 and the iPhone 10. They have two different lenses. And other other great phones are out there that do the same thing. So now you have a wide and a telephoto. This is, I mean, something you can carry in your pocket. And you could tell stories at any moment. You could pull up your camera and shoot something in no time. And then there's apps you can download and edit it and throw it online in, you know, a couple of minutes. And I've seen arguments that about Unsane that say, why didn't Sonberg use a better camera for this? He didn't have to use an iPhone. I mean, what's the point? He has access to any camera he wants. I mean, he's he's done so many great films. Why didn't he use anything else besides an iPhone? Again, I think, one, I think he, he wanted to challenge himself and to see if it would really work and to show that you can make a film with a, with a camera as long as it works, I mean, works for what you're doing. And it obviously obviously showed that the iPhone camera works for this. And that this is that it's just a tool. The camera is just a tool. As long as you can use it to the the full extent of your story, to fit your story, and make it really feel like it belongs like it did with this film with Unsane I think it doesn't matter again it's just a tool just like a gimbal just like um, a steady cam or a dolly or whatever um, crazy effects you can use with editing shooting you know whatever quality oh this is just a tool to tell your story you don't have to have the best tool the most expensive tool it's just a, a piece of equipment that, that will help you tell a story. If a Steadicam shot will really affect the story differently from a shot on sticks or on a tripod, on um, you know a gimbal or just on a dolly, if it or handheld, what what is the 
what is the shot telling? What is the idea of the story that you were trying to get past? There's a reason for each shot you do. There's a story behind every single shot you do, no matter what it is. It has to tell a story. You can't, you can shoot a film with a generic shots, you know, over the shoulder, um, close-ups, but if you do not use them at the right moment, at the right time within your story, your story is going to come off bland, even if it is a great story. Simple and generic by-the-book shots will become off as okay and may not elevate your film. You can look at amazing films that have come out over the centuries, like Jaws. You, uh, Steven Spielberg is a great one to look at because he uses the camera in the most unique ways. He'll build, he'll use a one shot to build multiple shots and tell a story. It's, he has a way of building shots within one frame through movement that really shows off character development and tells a story of that scene of how these characters interact and what that camera does to to really show off how these characters are affected by each other and the camera movement that that stays there or moves elevates that it's a it's just a knowledge of how to use your tools to help tell your story to build your your film and if you are on a budget maybe your phone is the best idea um, go out and get you know a um, clip-on lens or even the same moment lenses they're nowhere near as expensive as a full-on camera if you're shooting stuff on a budget and this works for you and it's doing the stuff that you want it to use it it does not matter what camera you use as long as it works for your story and it helps you tell your story and you use it the right way and I, I think that Steven Sodenberg wanted to do this he wanted to challenge himself he wanted to see if it was possible to make a film after making so many huge, big-budget films with a massive um, crew and cast, this is a massive drop-down for him. Not a big cast. Mainly in one location. I think it's tops of seven locations in this film. The hospital being the main one. It... It was such a huge drop in size for him, camera-wise. I mean, he's used the um, the uh, Ari Alexa huge camera for I know a couple of his films, and a lot of his films have a huge cast. I mean, Ocean, the Ocean's films, um, Haywire, Side Effects, Contagion, big cast. This drops down to a, just a few people. 
and really for cast and crew, I mean, it's, it's massive drop, but I think you wanted to show that it doesn't matter as long as you have a great story and you have great actors to pull that story off and you have an amazing mind for cinematography to use your camera and you have the people that are editing it are doing it the way that it fits the story and you have uh, you know sound editors that are amping up the the effect of how you hear this film it it's all just a a massive massive drop down to what he's used to is a huge challenge for him i think do i think that more directors are going to pick up an iphone or uh, any phone camera to tell more uh, films in the future probably not um but i think this shows that it doesn't matter if you're using a um a phone or a red camera an alexa or or whatever you want to use just make the best film you can i think that's just the the overall um that just sums up what i'm trying to say like just make the best film you possibly can with what you have that's that's it go out and do it you know pick up what you have get you a crew together write a story that you believe is amazing and and you want to tell that story do it it doesn't matter if you use a drone or if you use your phone or if you or, or if you use like a uh, some type of gimbal system or what it tell your story make it the best you can that's it all right listeners that's going to be the end of the episode if you could do me a huge favor and go to the podcast on uh, iTunes and give me a rating. <laughs> I hope you give me a good rating, but please give me a rating and um, give me a review that boosts the um, the the podcast itself and more eyes can see it and more people can listen to it. Just uh, do me a huge favor and help me out there. And the next review is going to be on uh, Ready Player One. I've already seen it. I'll give my full review on that in the next episode. But I'm also going to be talking about how much joy films can really bring to you when you're watching them. Because I had a smile on my face the entire time I watched this movie. And I just found out about an app called... I believe it's called um, Starsight? Or Stardust. Stardust. It is a micro-review... app for films and tv i just got on it and if you'd like to give me a a follow uh, my username is a mark on cinema no spaces there just like the podcast it's a mark on cinema and i'll be giving micro reviews on there and also giving more in-depth reviews on the podcast episodes and uh, if you want to you can give me a follow on that but for now that's the end of this episode i will talk at you next time